Here's the fucking deal, Netflix. Go fuck yourselves. You've got the power of life and death over all of us, choosing what to take, put on and take down off your platform. This is the episode if this doesn't work. All right, that's the cold open. Netflix, Amazon, yep, just broadly, we're calling them out. Tell this you what, is, this is a call out episode. Tell you what, maybe Jeff Bezos, instead of focusing on space, maybe focus on the Amazon, the forest. Did you know that the Amazon's now giving off more carbon dioxide than oxygen on account of how much of it is being burned? Yes, I think I did hear that. Yeah. That is, that's dumb. pretty bleak. I saw. The, the news is bad, guys. I saw some photos. Uh, fire. Yeah. <laughs> some photos of water. Lots of fire. And I love I love these things, but uh, in great quantities. Yeah. And there was someone on Twitter who had a poignant tweet, and they said, "What are you doing?" This is. I'm trying to get the mi- the microphone yeah, pointing towards I think you, the but bottom it keeps bit. flipping upside down, so I'm getting confused. As long as it keeps recording. Yeah. What I'd do is press the that uh, lock button. Okay. And then now press it again just so I know that it's still recording and I don't kill myself. Yeah, okay. Uh, the, the, the latter still might happen if this... Fuck! Um, <laughs> why, didn't you, why didn't you... Anyway, the, the tweet that I'm fucking, for some reason, talking about... Why, what? That's good, that's good. The tweet said um, the climate apocalypse is just going to be... I don't care, I'm going to throw him away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more on the climate apocalypse after yes! this. Hey! Okay. Um, the, the stream has somehow started oh, working. Um, so, so we're probably, we're probably just going to be watching along with the movie. No. What, what's going to happen? No? Okay. <laughs> we're going to keep all that because that's gold. <laughs> but we're going to pause it for a bit and start up later when this movie's further advanced. Yeah. Um, because starting now would just, would, would lead to burnout. Yeah. And we'd finish the podcast and then have to keep watching the movie. Yeah. Or the podcast would be an hour and 40 minutes. And none of this is good. And, yeah. But what we're going to do is come back slightly before the battle scene. Um, but this is all working out. Uh, Jeff Bezos, I love you. Um, and, and, hey, just, just want to say, hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. You know, we've missed you. Um, it's a pity you haven't downloaded any episodes recently. Um, uh, maybe, maybe they have, but we haven't given them incentive because there haven't been new ones. Well... There have been a lot of downloads in India of season okay. one episode. Shout out to India. Don't be afraid to catch eels. And I don't know why. I think it might be some it's bug. It's a classic, man. It's, just, it's pretty good. It's but, gold the whole thing. Um, India knows a good thing when they uh, hear it. Tell you what, even though our, our stream is now playing, pretty patchy and keeps uh, pausing. So I'm at the end of my fucking tether already. See you in an hour. Yeah, so uh, you, you, you may be labouring under the misapprehension that we just haven't released any episodes in the last, what, month and a half? But um, actually, we have. And um, you just haven't been getting them. They've gotten lost in the mail. So, um, so really, in many ways, this is your fault. Uh, you, the audience. And... Um, you know, we'll labour on because we're just good guys and we just want to bring you the content. And um, so that's what we're doing week in, week out. 
Um, but yeah, but basically, actually, what well, the real problem? Um, so this is our fifty-eighth watch. This is our fifty-eighth watch. Be finished if not for Jamie Owens, who keeps not uploading the episodes, is what he's done. So we we record the episodes, and then Jamie has been embezzling them. On Pornhub. On, on, por- on Pornhub. Pornhub. He's been embezzling them on Pornhub, and he's been selling the audio um, to, oh, to Jeff. He's been selling the audio to Jeff Bezos for new Amazon Pornhub. And we only just found out about this. We're furious. So, um, Jamie, he, he's out. I'd call it Piranha Hub. Because of the fish in the Amazon. Yeah, the uh, Amazon. Um, traditionally, call, at least, a pretty call, big supporter they, of life. They should call their drones piranhas. More on that one as it unfolds. Because they eat up the economy. And they could paint them with kind of threatening imagery and put little machine guns on them and w- weaponize that. And that would be quite dystopian. Drones are already weaponized, brother. Yeah, man. Don't have to tell me. I listened to Muse's hit 2015 <laughs> uh, album, uh, Dr- Drones, and it's about drones. You know, Muse saw it all coming. Anyway, uh, back, back to, I don't know, not talking for a bit. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to F- Fashion Central, where we discuss the clothing options Cho- choices of every character in Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. I love the jacket that Jacob wears. It's leather. It's biker chic. It's all good. When he turns into a werewolf, does he take it off? I, don't, I think he does, yeah. He does. Which is good because you wouldn't want to rip that fabric, even though it's authentically distressed. Being genuinely distressed would break that fabric. That's five stars out of five. For Jacob's leather outfit, who who's hot to trot in style in your view of the fashion film? Um, this outfit that Charlie's wearing just screams Charlie, <laughs> just absolutely <laughs> Charlie down to the ground. Um, he's wearing a sort of grey top, and then a plaid shirt, and then like a another kind of like thick shirt over that so really into the layers real interesting three layers and yet he doesn't butter that we can see he might be wearing a thermal as well and yet he doesn't butter up butter but christmas he doesn't button up the the plaid so it's like well maybe you only need two layers i've been loving my thermals this winter it's so good hopefully charlie's on that thermals right it's so warm man it's just like what's your what are your thermals made of uh bamboo (laughs) <laughs> That's pretty good. It's real good, mate. They're so comfortable. I have uh, some merino items. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good too. I've pretty really good. foregone them this winter, though, because they're quite pro-sweat, a lot of them. Yeah, well, that's the thing, is that if you are, <laughs> if, if you end up doing anything, like, you know, physical, you build up the bo- the body heat so quickly. Yeah. I'd <laughs> Walking up the hill. Yeah, I am a real time. fiend for sweating, and... Um, when I am running up that hill by Kate Bush, I sweat to death. It's true. I've seen him do it. We had to pour water down his throat until he rehydrated. He was like a dried out sponge. But also my body's been out of whack with normal society because I've been working night shifts. And I sweat. That's one of the reasons. I, I sweat at the... <laughs> He's also just generally a real strange guy. 
no, not strange. It's, I'm, I'm, I've always been sweaty. Yeah. I thought for other reasons you meant like I'm a sex fiend who sweats a lot. Well, I mean, yeah. I think, I think just generally um, describe you as uh, a freak. We've really gone off piste here, but all I'd like to say is that Bella's outfits in this movie scream, Bella! Bella! And, um, just really, really uh, pull together Charlie's whole look. Edward, fine, in a boring way. Yeah, pretty shit. Um, um, Alistair, bad. <laughs> oh, fuck off, mate. I'm wearing... No, no, bright... no, no, no. Oh, wait. The guy in the movie. Oh, that guy. Oh, okay, cool. You. You're on Because I've got a Winnie the Pooh jumper yeah, on, which I think got... is sick as. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw your, your mint pants. I think don't wear your Winnie the Pooh jumper with your mint pants because they really draw the eye. Unless you don't want people to see Winnie the Pooh. I do. We'll just rethink. Okay. Both good. No, actually, both good in tandem, because now that I know that Winnie's there, daddy horny. Um, Mm. All right, we'll be right back. (laughs) Volturi, fine, cloaks. Oh, pretty good. I like the Volturi. And they've all got slightly different iterations (laughs) on the whole, like, (laughs) MCR-inspired look that they have going on, you know, like they're all... Oh, that's a good show. They all got the same... um, Kind of the same brief, but they all put a lot of the, themselves into it. Time for another edition of What's Charlie, Bella's dad, got in his pockets. What's he got in his pockets today? He's got so many pockets. Um, another good feature of Charlie's jacket thing is that it has zip-up pockets on the arms. So I think he's got... Um, Currently in there, he's got seven pistachio nuts. Um, and he's saving those as an energy-rich snack for if he's um, just driving around doing cop shit and he needs a snack. Um, he's keto. So that's how he keeps that trim form. Mm. I think he's got the Lorax in there by Dr. Seuss. Okay, I think the actual Lorax. Because the actual Lorax... <laughs> Potentially wouldn't fit in that pocket. I mean, he's a small guy. Well, yeah, and we don't actually know if those books are to scale, uh, like as in, like you know, we don't know how big the, the the Lorax is compared to our world. I think it's ironic that the conservatives are so furious about cancelling Doctor Seuss, but they're cancelling the Lorax by destroying this planet of ours, baby. Uh, Maybe you should listen to the Lorax who speaks for the trees. I'll tell you one, and thing. Charlie's got it. Is that the bloody Amazon rainforest would be a much better state if the Lorax was around to speak for those trees? Bolsonaro would be quaking in his boots. <laughs> Where's or the fucking Lorax? In his ICU bed. <laughs> Has he got it again? I don't know. He's, he's always, he's, he's always on the COVID. He's genuinely always having these weird medical conditions. <laughs> they had to, like, surgically remove a bunch of shit from his colon. I mean, I, I, that's, uh, yeah, like... Oh, if you've got stuff in your colon... Oh, yeah, if you've got stuff in your colon, you want it out. He was backed up, yeah. But, you know, maybe try not to fucking... I don't know, need surgery for it. No, look, I mean... Uh, no, look, prayers up for the Lorax who has COVID. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, brother. Hey, we're back for some more live fashion commentary. Fucking the Denali vampires. Terrible. They suck big time with their clothing choices. Um, it's all very... I don't know, how would you describe it, Oliver? Uh, 
big jackets. Big jackets. Brown jackets. Big belts. Lots of kind Brown of fur and like, like faux and fur. It's like, and it's like, hey, cunts. Don't know if you got the memo. You can't feel the cold, baby. And they look like, oh, I don't know. They look like they're going to fucking sell you shit jewelry and like. They don't need. He- and like healing crystals and stuff. They don't need all this. They could just wear a bra. They could just wear fucking something chill and fun. Just and a beautiful bra. Crap. Yep. Um, real horny guy over here next to me. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but I can't blame him. Um, the thing is. I'm wearing a new scent. So, I don't think they'd try to s- the, sell, the, sell me stuff. I oh, I think Edward like, would. Shit. He looks like one of those duplicitous cunts in Paris who stole my, who stole 20 euros off. Oh, me. no. They yeah. were, they were all, they're coming at me from all sides and being like, we'll give you something. And I'm like, no, nah, he probably won't. I but then like, being somehow they convinced me to give them money. Oh. And it's like, I vaguely know that you're, you're conning me. And now I've been conned, but how did you... It's, it's, in a way, it's a compliment, but I felt really bad and mm. nearly cried because it's like... Yeah, no. It's a bad feeling. Um, you kind of are aware that someone's taking advantage of you, but not really sure how to yeah. get around that. There were some more aggressive ones in the... Um, Act the triumph! <laughs> That's not where it was. It was really loud. <laughs> it was in the Gardenor, and they were... It's just too full on. It's just like, rob me, but I don't know. That's too well planned. It's like, I want a spontaneous cockney robber. Yeah, you want someone to just come at you with a butterfly knife. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. gun or something. I had, a, I had another point. Alice is so obsessed with clothes. I was thinking, everyone sounds the same in this movie. Everyone's doing this, talking in the same voice. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not heard that? One good thing about Benjamin's clothes is that no, like I'm just just Everyone's kidding. He does have some good bracelets. Talking like. the same, and we've, we're introduced to Rami Malek's character, Fred Mercury, and he's got a slightly different accent, but he's got the same tones. Yeah, it's like they're all slightly catatonic, like kind of kind of good voice. Like it's got this inherent, always this bass quality to it. Yeah, no, I do know what you mean, actually, now that you've mentioned it. But this dreary... It's not this, in a... This, this quite... They all sound the same. Yeah. Bella sounds... Oh, it's kind of good that Bella sounds like Edward, because they're made for each other. But why do they... I don't know. Get some I, fucking pep in your step. That's part of why Arrow is so good. I think it's... I think it's the dialogue as much as anything, like the writing. is mm. Is just, like... It's so uh, m- so much of it is pure exposition. Uh, like yeah. the line we just had was Benjamin can control the elements. It's like how do you how do you how do you put put your character into that? It's you know? possibly a more rhythm than necessarily their natural voices. It's the fact that they've oh no got these lines. A fun fact about this script is it was written in iambic, iambic pentameter. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Do you know what that means? Uh, yep. I will not be elaborating. Five. Ooh, But five of those. Um, Oliver, famously the most experienced <laughs> uh, thespian on this podcast. I have uh, done a lot of Shakespeare. Yeah. You make, me, you make me blush. Look, I've done a lot of contemporary things. Yeah. I'm a pretty groovy guy. Um, but yeah, look, as daddy acting, a patriot, Carlisle, it's fine. You know all about meter. 
and um, also centimeters is another good one. Uh, uh, kilometers, no good to me. We have to end the segment in a dynamic way. Um, like, I like that, but I just we need something dynamic. Sure, no, oh, sure. You've... It's just now you kind of put us on a spot. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, I should have just okay. ended it in a dynamic way, but. <sighs> uh, we could uh, have a quick, a quick discussion of this guy's fashion. People aren't watching this at the same time. Big coat, bad. Oh, this is um, I've forgotten his name, but he's a patriot. Jarrett. Jareth, Gareth, Jared. No? Jared. Yeah, that's the one. Anyway, <laughs> bad guy, bad clothes. Total. What's a fashion word? That was for... dynamic. Fuck. I know. I was trying to. You've, I fucked it. You fucked it. Okay, and I'm not going to edit this. I'm washing my hands of this. This is a, you've got to find yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. dynamic. These Irish people. Nah, that's fine. Fans. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. Alistair's turned on the Russian vampires. Alistair Armstrong used to be the biggest proponent of those Russian vampires. He liked that they were bad guys. He liked that they had an unconventional attitude towards social convention. And now he said this is the worst bit. Live on the scene, Alistair eating shit. Um, the worst bit is just, it's just the fact that they don't realise that Ira is a bad guy until this point. And the Russians just turn up and be like, yeah, like... Ira's a bad guy, and they're like, oh yeah, true, Ira is a bad guy, I only just realised it, but every time he wants someone, then he just engineers a way to have them killed, and they're like, oh yeah, bummer, and they just kind of, I don't know, like, it's such a a clumsy way to transition into this. But you know they're dickheads, though? Yeah, I mean, they are dickheads. Okay, yeah, you used to like that, though. Do you still like that? I don't know, I mean, I feel like they're slightly more memorable characters than any of the other dickheads that turn up. I guess. Because they're like their whole thing is like we used to be the like dictators and we're cunts, but we're I like I kind of like that they acknowledge that, but like I fucking hate. Them. I mean, like yeah, I hate them, but they're sort of I don't know, sort of camp, like I don't know, like BDSM vibes. Uh, with their like leather jackets and, and neckties and things, and they're just like. I don't know, weird guys, and they've got this little dynamic going on. They don't, they, I don't know, I feel like they don't They do not do that much. If I was a real Randy guy, I might like them. Um, there's London. Yeah. That's why. Maybe they went to London so they could hang out with Toshiro. Oh, oh my God, I didn't know Toshiro was in London. Yeah, and then... <laughs> Um, I guess they... Oh, we got to remember this isn't a commentary. That's all me. I'm, I'm not criticising you. That's okay. This I is, it. It's good for the audience to have these insights. Not, no, no, it's not. We're piecing these puzzle pieces together. Um, much like some sort of jigsaw puzzle. Would you want to go to Russia? Um, I, I don't think like there's so. there's probably perfectly good stuff in Russia, but there's not a lot of good press. Do we, do we have many Russian listeners? Like tourism Russian night. Okay, fuck Russia. Um, <laughs> no, but if, apart from the current political regime, whatever. Like, no, no, I, I don't I'm sure. Any, I've never, you know, I they mean, don't put themselves across. Yeah, I think they've had a pretty rough run of it in the PR sense for the last hundred years. Like two hundred years, because yeah. like if you go to the, the SARS, I don't yeah. want to hang out with the SARS. They were, they were pretty bad guys too. I don't you know. know I mean. Sputin? 
Uh, I know of him. His penis is pickled in a museum. It's, it's I've like, heard that, that might not be his real penis. Uh, whose penis? I don't know. Um, it's big, big old penis. Big old penis. But, you know, uh, good for him. Um, I heard he got, he got stabbed good mileage out of it. But, um, stabbed and shot and poisoned, I heard. But uh, that might be also yeah, not true. But um, And then Russia, and drowned. Hard man to kill. Yeah, I, I'd, I would. I think I'd go. I'd go I'd, anywhere. I. I mean, sure. If someone was offering me an all-expense-paid trip to Russia, I'd go in a heartbeat. Depends who's offering you. Um, I'd, I'd be super suspicious. Uh, of yeah, that place in particular. No, right? that's true. Um, yeah, a fair point. Okay. <laughs> um, allow me to to clarify. If someone I trusted and. Offered me a, a verified trip to Russia, I'd go. But I don't think I'd I'd kind of go there, you know, otherwise. Because I've heard it's a bit shit. Mm. And I don't know. I think also maybe if you go there, then people are, like, pretty dubious about your... Like, I don't know, maybe some other countries that you can't get into. I'm not sure. Oh, what? If you, if you visit... Yeah, man. Like, if you go to Iran, you can no longer get into, like, Israel or maybe the United States. I'm not sure. There's, like, just, like, a ban. You can, just can't, can't go there. Yeah. So it's, like, you got to choose which one are you going to go to. Part of that makes me want to just go there just for the sake of it. Be like, I'd, hey, don't judge me for... I'd, I'd like to go to Iran. I think that would be pretty cool. It's meant to be a pretty, you know, it's pretty, 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 pretty amazing culture. Like you say, current political regime aside... Iran is my favourite song by a flock of seagulls. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The listeners will get that. Um, the, the listeners, listeners. will get that shit. Big, big flock of seagulls. <laughs> they, overlap. They, they get it. Um, <laughs> they're smart cookies. I think um, early on, when I was watching this movie, like in the twos and threes of watches, it's going to Jamie's house. They badmouth Italians in the film. And I was like, ooh, bad taste because COVID. Because that's one of the only places it was. Mm. And we didn't call it COVID then. We called it coronavirus. And there's too many syllables. And I thought, I oh. calling it coronavirus. And now, the Italians, they're like, just one of the Rome, stats. Everyone's Rona. got... Yeah, I like, like, I like, I like the flexibility. I don't want to limit it to... COVID almost sounds too familiar, like it's our, it's our mate. Yeah. Old COVID. I feel like if the the getting the word virus in there is like oh yeah, oh yeah. Hammers home that it is a disease, which I think is often lost in COVID discourse. My shining light is when Renesme asks if um, they're all going to die, because that reminds me of ringing up my dad at my grandmother's house when I was four and being like. I'm going to fucking die one day. This is bullshit. I'm distraught. And it's like, what, do you, what can you do to comfort your child on the phone? You can't say, no, you're not going to die, because it's like, I know I will. I just saw three cooney cooney pigs get fucking hit by a truck on the road. All right, this is very real to me. I'm very Renesme right now. And baby, <laughs> we're fucked. And that's my shining light. Hey, Alistair. Yeah, that's... Uh... Verified. It comes for us all. 
Uh, the Greth. Death. The Greth. <laughs> Greth. Greth is a man that uh, appears Greth. to you after you have died, and he says, "Hello, I'm Greth." Uh, often gets misheard. Let me be clear; it's with a G. I'd be fine with death if not for Greth showing up. He's a real tedious. <laughs> he's a real tedious he bloke. Through, he takes you through all the paperwork. <laughs> a tremendous amount of paperwork. Uh, dying. You, uh, you, 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 you spend a lot of your afterlife just filling out forms, unfortunately, uh, with Greth's supervision. Have you had your shining light yet, Alistair? No, nothing has stood out. <laughs> um, Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Stay tuned, yeah. listeners. We'll be back. We'll, we'll force one. Um, <laughs> so my shining light is Bella looking really pale. When? Because um, when she's going to go see Jay Jenks, she's driving Jacob around and she drives him to a, her parents' house and then she drops off him and her kid. And then she's looking real pale as she says, I've actually got some errands to run. I'm going to drive eight hours okay. to Seattle. Why is that a shame? Um, I don't know, because I think it's one of the only... Uh, she doesn't look vampiric much in this movie. Yeah. I think the whole, like, her being a vampire thing is basically, like... It's not much of a plot point. Really. Like, it doesn't affect much of her life. Um... I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. I guess there is. There's the whole scene with Charlie, but then that gets kind of resolved, basically immediately. And then from there, she's kind of just like, I don't know. I guess because everyone's a vampire, so it stops being like a meaningful thing, and everyone's just kind of walking around at super speed and <laughs> being a bit of a cunt. <laughs> anyway, and um. Hell. So, so I like that she looks pale there because oh yeah, she's a vampire. That's, uh, that's fun. This is a vampire movie. The, the ludicrousness of this whole situation just sunk in there when you were monologuing about fucking vampires in my bed, and I sort of zoned out and like depersonalized, and you're still talking about vampires. No, I hate this. I hate this it's shit. A, vampires are at the heart. This is a disaster. Hey, Why? How did this happen? Can I tell a joke? Yes. Um. Someone's got to. How, how do you kill a French vampire? Garlic. No. You have to drive a loaf of bread through their heart, but the process is painstaking. Painstaking? Pun-staking, if you will. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's more written down, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it works better written down. <laughs> <laughs> tell, you, tell you what, I'll write that one down, and uh, I'll post that on our... On our Facebook page or something. And then, because, well, look, I, oh, episode look. Description. Episode description. Yeah, okay, sure. Nice. He's in the attic getting up to no good. Alistair the Vampire. Today, Alistair is in the attic trying to find a baby beyond those things we strap a baby. <laughs> A baby onto your front. He's that sounds like <laughs> over to America. Which he's like, look, I'm not getting involved in this Volturi shit, but do you have a baby Bjorn I can borrow? And that like, yes, but you'll have to come and find it. It's in the attic somewhere, and we're going to be busy. And he's like, okay, I'll have a rummage. He doesn't have a baby right now, but if he ever does, he's going to need a baby Bjorn to chuck it on his front. Um, so that's that. <laughs> In the meantime, he's just going to practice with um, 
a, a really overweight fox that he's adopted. He found a fox and he's been feeding it foie de gras. And now it's too fat to walk, so he needs a baby Bjorn. That's nice. Yeah. Big fat fox and your baby Bjorn. Big, big old... Fo- I mean, sexy. it's technically animal abuse, but, like, or kind of two ways, because, you know, the foie de gras is animal abuse, and then he's force-feeding it to this fox, so... It's dark stuff, really, um, but it's quite a nice image. This, this world will end in the conflict between Jansport and Baby Bjorn in the, the war over real estate of the body. Do we carry things on the front or the back? I think that one of the great conflicts of our time is the conflict between Baby Bjorn and Baby Bene. <laughs> and I think that, you know, those are two titans of baby industry. Yeah, because Abba. Yeah, because yeah. Shh, don't say that now. Oh. Okay. Oh, we finished. <laughs> Yay, the, mo- the movie's over. Tell you what, that battle, bloody hell. Jesus, I Aro, thought it would uh, never end. Aro, played by Michael Sheen, did not turn up one time before the battle, and now he turned up in force, and he fucking... In- Force major, And he died. And yep. he didn't die. And it's all what's real, what's false. And I was gunning to see him in the rest of the movie and he didn't kill Tashira. He didn't do anything. I, I saw him reading a book briefly, but he was not in the movie. He didn't turn up. He's too busy shooting. Doctor Who, Pashans? Probably not. But he's a, a favourite. Really? Uh, yeah. Just, but, but the rumours, you know... They don't usually go someone so high profile, though. Well, he's got a big name. Yeah. Uh, Peter Capaldi was, and Tennant was an up-and-coming big name, but sure. not, perhaps not to the extent of... I don't know if Capaldi was a, a big name. He was... He was established, though. He's been a name since the... Well, probably only since the thick of it, but, you know, won an Oscar in 97 and was in movies in the 90s of a reasonably prominent... um, Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, look, but we don't know. We don't know who's choosing. We don't know who the next showrunner is. Mm. But anyway... Maybe it's Taylor Lautner. (laughs) Back for his big break. We were discussing earlier how Taylor's uh, been keeping it pretty down low uh, since, you know... Presumably making enough money to drown in. And I was saying that's good because... Yeah, fuck yeah. You don't need to be in big movies forever. Absolutely not. I myself have personally made the choice. I don't (laughs) want to be in any more big (laughs) movies. Uh, Big budget productions for you. uh, I've had my fill, all right? I have gorged on the... Slurped at the trough of Hollywood. I've been like bloody Goldilocks... Slurping away at a big sized porridge, but Mama, uh, Papa Bear's here, uh-huh. or Mama Bear, she can have the biggest porridge. No, I think <laughs> <laughs> she can. Well. Uh, baby Bear can get fucked though. No, look, and I'm eating that porridge, and the bears comes home, come home to roost. <laughs> <laughs> 
in their their beds. Um, I'm so scared of bears. Yeah? Yeah. Have you seen... I haven't seen it, but there's a movie called Grizzly Man. Oh, the guy gets eaten alive by bears. (laughs) Yeah. And I heard audio that apparently is a reconstruction. Yeah. But it's a pretty full-on reconstruction. If that's not real, then I do not want to hear what's real because in Grizzly Man, Werner Herzog tells the parents of the man who got ripped up, he said, do not listen to this tape. And if I did listen to this tape, then I regret that and I understand why he says that. Because it's real, sounds real sore, baby. Does he like... What's the, I don't know, what's the context? Does he, like, give them this tape and say, don't listen to this? He goes and listens to it, like, in a room, and you see his reaction. Okay. He's like, mamma mia, <laughs> these guys are getting <laughs> fucked by, up by a bear. Yeah. And so I listened to that, and it's a, I don't know, why would you do a, a reconstruction? Maybe maybe it's real, but why would it be real? If the, if he's saying don't listen and, and their parents don't listen, it wouldn't be available on the internet, but also maybe it would. Because all sorts of things are. Yeah, man, they got all manner of crazy videos. And it's like, I don't know, death is the same in in a way, but well, in in that... It's a bit better if you don't get ripped up by grizzly bears first, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And especially if you witness your partner. That's kind of general consensus. But just the amount of time it takes, and, and oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, the good news is, um, I don't know, I think... There's a, there's a lot you can do to avoid getting eaten by bears, and yeah. from what I understand, that man yeah. did basically the opposite of all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I think as long as you avoid kind of specifically seeking out a bunch of bears, you're at least um, at least pretty well set up not to get eaten by bears. Yeah. Do you know about the Sentinelese, the island of the people who have never had contact? Uh-huh. There was a guy who went looking for them, and 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 it's a very similar, fucking scary like context, but like he was trying to Christianize them. Yeah. And, and got killed got killed by people who've only ever killed people who've tried yeah. to come. But they're fucking. That's interesting shit. Like it's like, what is their perception of the world? There's no. And they see this. They see drones and stuff, and kill this guy who comes in. Mm. Who are that? How how do they think? How do they talk? They've got their own language. Yeah, like it's nothing. It's not even. Well, it's probably related to languages we've got. But fucking hell, how does that happen? We could be that. We recording right now. Two of us could be the grizzly people. We're only a few degrees of separation. From the grizzly people. <laughs> I'm really confused about <laughs> the links you're drawing. This could be... For, this <laughs> could, in a few minutes, be found footage. Yeah. Okay, true. A, um, a big old... Gri- or, or the equivalent of a grizzly. If a... If a well, what's the equivalent of a grizzly? It's a thing, you know? Like, there's no... There's, no, there's nothing... I mean, other than a different bear of, you know, kind of equal or greater size. But they're... they're, they're oh, there's nothing as, as like a bear... Is there? We could be them. Or, yeah, I guess so. We, anyone could be anyone. So before you judge anyone, think that they could be someone else. It could be a bear. And so don't... Don't, <laughs> don't say... Them. Don't talk shit about people who might be bears. And 
try not to um, step between them and their young because that will cause them to kill you. See, that actually is, is true because people do protect their young. Yeah. <laughs> Traditionally. Um, and sometimes you want to try and make yourself big and other times you want to try and run away. And climb trees. Uh, sometimes. Do you want a little baby? Love a little baby? Wait, what? Human baby. Do you want to make a baby? Uh, right now? No. What, when? <laughs> uh, next year. Okay. No, do you want one? Uh, like at some point? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, someone wants a little baby. Yeah. And look, if you, if you ever walk between me and this baby, I'll come for you with claws and teeth and uh, whatever else is at my disposal. <laughs> Hot prediction. Stop press. I think Alistair's going to have a little baby before me or Jamie. I think he's got really? a dad written all over him. I do. Uh, I re- really wish you, uh, I don't know, hadn't written that all over me. <laughs> Just because I happened to fall asleep. No, look, I didn't fall asleep. But that was a classic, wasn't it? But I used to get things written all over no. me at parties. No. I went to sleep too early. No, you didn't. I what, did. What did you have? Um, I'm not sure. I think probably just like penises drawn on me and things. No. <laughs> a penis? Yeah. What did they draw that with? Surely just a normal biro. No, no. I think it was a permanent marker. No, you mean like That's a pencil where you can just get an eraser. Fucking painful. <laughs> pencil would have been quite sore. Um, yeah, look, it just goes to show, really, doesn't it, that, um, you know, bears, they'll get you, but uh, man... Man is the most dangerous animal of all. You gotta press that because he'll draw penises on your face.